Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the PHNX Rising Live postgame show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'm Ramon Chavez. We got Max taking it to the Max Simpson. I was trying to say it smoothly, but it didn't work out. Uh, but we got Max here and uh, live from San Diego. We got Owen Evans from Torero Stadium. Uh, frustrating result today, guys. Uh, 3-0 loss for, San, uh, for Phoenix Rising. San Diego took uh, the season series, basically sweep uh, the season series tonight. But you know, before we get to the press conference, how are you guys feeling? This was a frustrating result. It was a, it was a tough one. Owen, I'll start with you. How, how did you see things down there on the field? I feel as though, all in all, you look at the first half, Phoenix Rising deserve more than the result that they got. The problem is, of course, things start to spiral in that second half. It starts to turn against them, some of which is their own fault, some of which is not, and they end up in the position that they end up in. 3-0 loss at the end of the day. We said coming into this, it was a slim, slim hope still of things going forward. They'd have to be getting results now. They haven't managed to do so. And so, yeah, that's the position that they're in right now. Max, your thoughts? Yeah, um, I mean, I think in the first half, kind of echoing what Owen was saying, it was decent, decent fight, decent intensity. I think the press was there. I think the team showed it a bit at times. Zero, uh, nil, nil going into half reflected it fairly. And then it just kind of let off. Um, really, it was a breakdown at all levels, even from goalkeeper, which is something we really haven't said much at all this season. And I mean, three nil, it honestly could have been worse. Just one of the uglier losses I've seen in a while. I know we're going to dive into it a bit about specific breakdowns here and there, but I just, I, it's it's just gutted, man. You you go you come away from this and you just look at the performance and you think, mm-hmm. where can you take away positives from there? Honestly, yeah, for sure. Before we dive into what Juan Guerra had to say, let's take a look at the numbers of this game. Uh, you know, uh, let me know your thoughts on how you're feeling about tonight. Obviously, San Diego get the three goals, fifty three percent percent possession for San Diego, forty seven for Phoenix Rising, ten shots. For rising, only three on target, which is you know something to highlight there. And then San Diego has basically half of their shots were on target tonight. So looking at these numbers, guys, does do these numbers tell the whole story about what happened tonight between these, these two teams? Uh, no, because the the true story in a lot of ways, unfortunately, came in a multiple minute. I I can't tell you exactly how many minutes, but just the complete stoppage of play. And I feel as though. Look, were Rising starting to slip out of it before that point? Yes. Yes, they were. I feel that San Diego put in a much better second-half performance prior to that point than they had in the first. I don't think that Phoenix looked as dangerous as they had in the first. Uh, But at the same time, it really took the wins out of the sails. I feel as though there is 
I mean, there's a lot to talk about. You will notice now when we do toss it over to Juan Guerra that a lot of the, what he had to say does, and admittedly that's partly because my questioning was quite focused around those particular moments, a lot of stuff that we just didn't quite understand quite what was happening. I don't think anybody quite understood what was happening. Yeah, yeah, no, I completely... I- yeah, for sure. I, I agree. I mean, that entire passage of play was really baffling. I understand on the broadcast, you can only kind of decipher as much of what's happening, but really for no clear explanation. And I know Owen will get, Owen will get into it a bit um, about what happened, but really kind of threw the game off even further. I think in the first half, um, it was pretty open game. Like no team was really threatening a lot. Very kind of sloppy, kind of mucking it around. Possession kind of built up for both teams, really fizzled out in the final third. And then it just came down to in the second half, San Diego strung a few more passes together. They kind of threatened in those deep crosses that we kind of warned about earlier in the week. And at the end of the day, they were threatening. They got shots in. Rising didn't. Yeah, and I think, you know, I, I tweeted this out. It's kind of like the microcosm of, of the entire season where you feel like Rising is okay. They're hanging on. You feel like there's going to be some sort of breakthrough. Uh, and then, you know, the other team just finds a way to win. It's due to, you know, uh, lack of, you know, defensive cohesiveness. You know, what you know you could chalk it up to, to different things. But let's go ahead and uh, dive in and check out what Juan Guerra had to say after the game. Uh, he had some thoughts regarding tonight's performance. So let's take a look at that. Juan, you talked about how this is a process. Things are, are going to take time. So even after a, a tough result like this, you know, what are some of the things that you saw that you did like and, and can kind of use toward that small building process? I think you just hit it, right? So you use the word result. This is, this is a very tough result. This is a result that bothers me. This is a result that hurts. This is a result that I don't believe the guys deserve, the fan base or the organization. Now, if we talk about the performance, I think the performance in the first half was good. I think the performance was was good until they encountered that goal. And then um, too many other things that shouldn't have been even related to the game happened. And then we found ourselves, you know, I mean, losing 2-0 with a handball goal and then with a red card. Um, listen, guys, there's, sometimes you just, this is the way things go. Sometimes you just have to swallow poison and keep moving forward. Sometimes you just have to take it as it is and understand that you have to be better, that we must be better. But I can guarantee you guys that we're going to be okay. Well, just looking then, you mentioned the second goal, at pretty much everything that happened between ball goes in the back of the net until the restart. What was it like from your perspective? It was frustrating. It's frustrating, Owen, because I'm, I'm over there and I'm seeing what's happening. And the linesman had, a, had an even better view than I did. But I, I don't want to blame this on referees. This is not on referees. We had enough chances in the first half uh, to put ourselves in a position to to be better in the in the second half. And little by little, what I see, I see, I see improvement. Little by little, I see, I see more positive things. Today we came to a very hard field, and and we were able to do some positive things. But we have to be better. We have to be better. We must be better. And like I said earlier, I can guarantee you that we will be better. So from your perspective on JJ's red card, what happened there? So I was there. Um, JJ, obviously everybody was upset because they saw the handball and, and, and they were like, the referees were talking. Then whoever is in charge of showing the, the replay on the stadium shows the replay and it, it was a cleared handball. Linesman sees it and then he says he's not allowed to use technology on his calls or decisions and he can overrule the call. So obviously everybody was frustrated and JJ uh, threw a water bottle to the, to the wall, to the wall that's behind us. Then you had the the bench from the other team saying that he threw a water bottle to the fans there's a very good 10 yards or meters from that wall to the fans 
And you know I mean, that's that's what happened. And the referee got closer than he asked, and that's how it went. That's how we got the record. Well, obviously, just a couple of weeks ago, you had one of your assistants uh, sent off for uh, showing a video on an iPad. Do you see any real difference between that and showing multiple replays on a screen? No, I, I, I do not. But then also, at the end of the day, it's just it's just one thing after the other. And um, it shouldn't even have gone to that. The, like I said, the linesman had a, had a better view than, than we all did. And we saw a handball all the way from half field. I can't believe he didn't see it. But then if you didn't see it and the whole stadium is seeing a replay, I don't understand. But again, it is what it is, man. I don't want to put the focus on the referees. I don't want to do that. Tonight hurts. The result hurts. Tonight, um, listen, we, we go home and, and we're bothered. We're hurt. But I don't, I don't let these things get, get me weak or get me weaker. And I'm not going to allow these things to, to affect more the locker room or get the guys weaker. I can guarantee you we're going to start thinking about Monterey tonight. We're going to get the guys recovered. And now we have the responsibility of going to Monterey and making sure that we come back with a win. But I just don't want to go over there and win. I want to go over there and play well. I want to go over there and press. I want to go over there and keep possession. And I want to go over there to win a game that the fans can feel proud of the, the product that we're putting on the field. Processes take time. I don't know how long this would take. I understand where we are and we have the awareness of what's happening. We're humble enough to understand our mistakes. But I can guarantee you we're going to be okay, Owen. Yeah, so that was Juan Guerra, the uh, comments there from, from after the game. Look, it, it was all in all a very uh, contentious feeling in a lot of ways. The the fact that they were, you know, everything that happened on the bench, the fact that multiple people were kind of escorted, went around the field, uh, even after the final whistle, there was a lot of discussion between different people there um, you know, coming together with some players from different sides around the halfway line. It it was a a game of real emotion in a lot of ways, um, and especially that second goal just just really kind of tipped things in that direction. Yeah, I think one of the things that you, you could just see on the field is frustration. Frustration from a season that has not gone the way that most of these players envisioned it, uh, a season that continues to get worse. Honestly, especially with tonight's performance and and the antics, I'd say you know from from the. Uh, of what happened in the field and, and just the bad luck that continues to to happen, you know, the, you know that handball definitely should have been called back. It's not, and that I think that's what happens sometimes. Like you just have a string of bad luck, bad performances. The chemistry is not there. The frustration boils over, and you get results like this, where you get beat three zero away from home, and it just it just sums up your season. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I think those are definitely disappointing moments, especially how JJ got sent off, the nature of it, the handball, um, definitely some of those moments. I, I don't want to get too far into, and I, I, I don't think we are, but I don't want to get too far into, hey, this kind of decided the game here and there. Yes, there were goals that were chalked on, but I just don't think this was one where that tells the entire story. It's a part of it in my mind. Um, I mean, you take those aside, maybe it's then a one or two goal game, but it's still one where if you look at the totality of the performance, very still, very disappointing still. And I, I just, I, I don't want to get away from seeing where the team played, the breakdowns in it, and just a lack of cohesiveness at every level. And it's something that we thought, Oh, last week was bad. We thought that previous matches had that lack of unity. I don't know if it was going away. I'm not sure if San Diego seemed really up for it because they seemed mm -hmm. like they were coming out kind of sluggish in the first half as well. It just seemed like by the second half, 
after the first goal goes in, San Diego and other teams know that they can pounce. And it just was a really just systematic failure. Once that first goal goes in, Ryzen kind of left with, okay, what do we do from here? And they don't have an answer. Yeah, and it it kind of comes down to that first half. You look at what was happening again. Look, Rising were in that game, and I am more inclined, I think, going into a game like this to cut them a bit of slack simply because if we're going to take things seriously, look at where the two teams are respectively, look at the fact mm-hmm. this game is being played in San Diego. Phoenix Rising should not be the team on top going into this game. The problem is, is that at the end of the day, it, it just wasn't, there just wasn't enough decisiveness even at times in the final third. They would work the ball up there and it would be pass, pass, pass. And you just look at it and think, okay, if somebody can get a shot off, there's a chance here. You're going to make the goalkeeper do something. You're mm. actually kind of putting them in pressure. There were times where I, I just saw once, once or twice where they were so intent on finding the opportunity, they weren't mm-hmm. content to just take an opportunity. And the result is they didn't get any opportunity. Yeah. 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 No, it was rough. It was rough to see. And, you know, the, the, the field didn't help. You know, I think we could all tell from the broadcast and, and yourself, Owen, that it was not in great condition tonight. So it made it a little bit tougher to pass the ball and and, you know, move. And there was some times where I saw a player sliding. And there was like water coming out or, you know, whatever substance was on there. But it was rough. It was rough. And I think just the frustration. And, you know, this is a rivalry. You know, the players know it. The fans were there. The Bandilos were there. They were mentioned on the broadcast. They kept panning over to them. And and this makes it a great atmosphere for football. But in this time, I think San Diego just got the better of of rising. And, and yeah, it's it's rough, you know. And, and, you know, we didn't really touch too much on what Juan said. But how, how are you guys feeling about his thoughts? It looks like a, a you know, I know he's going to try to be positive. You know, there, there's a few games left in the season. But how long can you keep this mentality of like hey guys there's still time and we can still do this you know how long until you know let's just focus on 2023 how you know when does that happen i'm i've got to be honest i feel like we just lost max there um i've got to be honest i feel as though look are are you looking towards 2023 at this point yeah i feel as though juan guerra has been looking towards 2023 the entire time that he's been here um, mm. simply because that's the hand that he was dealt coming into this club this season. Yeah. That's the the reality of just, you know, what what he was left with, the the positioning of, of where they are in the table, the the nature mm-hmm. of where the boys are mentally at the moment. Look, it, it's of course they're looking towards 2023. I, I just feel like now it's it's taking away the immediate incentive. And Look, Wednesday's going to be tough. I mean, we'll we'll get into this close to the time, but of course now you're presumably without JJ Williams. It's it's likely that the red card probably is upheld. Um, it, it's it's tough. You're relying on broadcast footage that probably won't show it very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and and even beyond that, you're relying on the fact that I mean the referees made a judgment of intent there, which is a lot harder to to really delve into and say yeah. So let's talk. Let's talk about that a little bit more, Owen, because you were on the field when JJ Williams was leaving. Were you able to mm-hmm. speak to him regarding what happened? Did you get, you know, his? There, his there were, of course, comments. He he was very uh, frustrated at the mm-hmm. red card. The, the, to put it mildly, very mildly. Look, in his mind, what had happened? Yes, he'd been accused of throwing this at the fans. In his mind, it you know it hits the back wall by the bench. It's nowhere near the fans. It, the the words were along the lines of what. You know, does he honestly think I can't? That my aim is that bad? Mm-hmm. Uh, and look behind me, I can I can turn around, I can look at it. Unfortunately, I probably can't position it very well for you guys to see. But there's quite a drop 
there is quite a drop because the benches are underneath there. Mm-hmm. It's it's quite the height on that. So it's it's tough to really suggest that he was probably aiming for the fans. I don't personally believe that there, but uh yeah. If we're, if we're talking about that, we should probably also talk about the second goal in general. Though a lot of people are, are mentioning in here about whether somebody else went in with an arm, all of that kind of stuff here. We've got to be quite clear about one thing here, which is that it doesn't matter. Um, under the laws of the game, as they are currently written, if the ball comes off of the attacker's hand and goes into the goal, no matter any other consideration, you do not have to consider anything whatsoever. The goal cannot stand. Mm. So maybe you want to go back and do whatever, fine, and maybe lunch should have done more about it. And look, we're, we're, I'm sure we can draw a line under the second goal now. Um, but just from a factual basis, yes, it shouldn't have stood. Got it, got it. And Max, you know, when you see that second goal, and, it, and it's just so frustrating to see. It's one of those goals where it's like, you know, there, things are already not going Rising's way, and then you see this happening, and then what happens afterwards, the red card, the, the you know, how long it took for, for, the, for the referee, I mean, to kind of give uh, the second goal. What were your thoughts with that, and how did you feel seeing that second goal? I mean, I think it's it's deja vu a bit again to last week. Again, slow getting off closing out Carlton has an absolute smash banger from outside the box ricochets off the crossbar. And I think it's something where we have counted on Ben Lunt to command the box really throughout the season. I mm-hmm. think he, we, we can all agree, you know, yes, he has his moments here and there, but that's something where we really haven't seen him not command his box. Well, and totally understanding how, Hey, it hits off, you know, hits off the attacker's hands. Does it does not, you know, the yeah. whole kind of legalese with that rule. If you are going to drop the ball in that scenario where it is a goalkeeper's ball, it falls through your hands, you can rise up and catch it. This isn't even a discussion. I don't want to say it's kind of you reap what you sow, but in a way, if you aren't able to make the play, you then open up for whatever happens, and then it's just an easy tap. And it's mm-hmm. it's just it's something like if that's the way that we are going to concede a goal, that's something where I did not expect that way to happen. And when you, mm-hmm. that type of goal happens, you just know it's not your night. Things are not going well. And it's just, it was just tough to see, man. Like the, it was already a bit of trouble commanding the box um, from like a defensive line standpoint. And then when you have that come in, just open up the floodgates. Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, com- uh, conversation here in the chat regarding line. Uh, oh, and I'm not sure if you saw any of this, but apparently he, I, some sort of lewd gesture at the fans. Uh, can you so, elaborate on that? Look, based, I haven't gotten the best view of it. Um, I, I'll be honest, I was at the other end of the stadium at the time this is happening. I'm also not entirely sure. I know a lot of people are in here saying that things were thrown. I don't know the full details. I can tell you that an announcement was made in the second half telling fans not to throw things on the field. Mm. Okay, again, I don't have the context to that. If people have seen more than me here, they are perfectly free to, to chime in in the chat as they are. But that's what I have heard. So, yes, there was something, some things clearly were done that were enough to encourage people to uh, mm-hmm. make the announcement over the, the PA yeah. here that they need yeah. to stop throwing things. No, that's not a good look. You know, it's never good when, when fans are throwing stuff onto the field. And I know it's frustrating for Lent, man. You know, it's he's basically our MVP for their season. He's kept rising in the game multiple times, earning them points left and right. And it's tough, man. He's frustrated. I, I see it. You could see it on the field. You could see it with this back line, you know. 
and and it's tough to see. Uh, but you know, it's hopefully things get better in these last few games here for for Atlanta. I saw someone suggesting maybe give them a break, let Lalo start a few games. You know, now that you know the the playoff spot might be. A little bit out of reach, so we'll see. We'll see about that. I do want to shout out uh, Los Bandidos who made the trip and the rest of the, the Phoenix uh, Rising fans that were able to make the, the trip over here. And they're actually our uh, DraftKings sports, uh, Sportsbook Kings of the Game today, the traveling fans, 355 miles traveled, passion 120%, not just 100%, 120%. So shout out to them, making noise the entire night. They were highlighted on the broadcast. Uh, so shout out to them. They are our DraftKings King of the Game. Um, and let's talk about DraftKings for a quick second because, you know, we, we did make predictions uh, the other day regarding uh, some of the games that were happening tonight. Monterey Bay, 5-0 over Indy 11. If you had that on DraftKings first of all, you would have made a lot of money tonight. But, uh, but yeah, looking forward to tomorrow. If you guys are looking to bet on uh, some more USL games or even NFL games, uh, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly if you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. And plus, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. So basically, what it breaks down to is that if you bet on any NFL team to win, if your team leads by 10 at any point, 10 points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly and it, you, and it doesn't matter if your team loses. So super simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use promo code PHNX and um, make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and just remember, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. How was the... You know was, yes, sir. I was going to say, I feel like we still need to shout out the fans a little bit more. They were yeah. in good voice here. I'm not sure how you heard it on the broadcast. But um, given the the number here, right, we've got to be clear. Look, you're talking relative to a home crowd. It's why, it's why I always find it amusing when you hear a home crowd. else come out with things like, can you hear Phoenix sing? Is that what... We're the home team. You should be louder. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of how things work, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're the home team, you should be the louder voice. But there were times when you could definitely hear, even from the opposite end of the stadium, uh, the rising fans kind of going over the the noise at times. I mean, one moment in particular when Andrew Carlton replaced uh, Colin Martin in the second half, the chance of, uh, what was it? Hey, Andrew Carlton, ooh, uh, I want to know why you're not in jail. And that rung around pretty I'm just saying, as you know, you're going to target players here as away fans. They they did a good job of just you know making themselves heard, and I think the, the locals were loud all night. Yeah, I'm. It's a yeah. it's a biased uh, biased. I, I, we here. we've made our we've made our comments in the past. I'm sure on the San Diego uh, commentary team, the broadcast as a whole, what we feel about that, and I think we've probably <laughs> put all the mm-hmm. as much of that as we can. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was not happy about that. I got some uh, some uh, feedback on on Twitter about that, but yeah, no. Shout out to the fans, man. I, I know it's been a tough season. I know the news regarding the the uh, the season tickets, you know, have ha- has been a topic of conversation as well. Uh, the renewals for next year, so and we're definitely going to touch on on that as well later on. Uh, uh, I believe next uh, next show, but yeah, Max, how, how are you feeling, man? How, how do you like seeing these fans making this this trip out there to San Diego? I wish I was there, honestly, you know, because I know Owen's got a little celebration going on later on but yeah how you feeling man? <laughs> yeah same here i know he's it's uh yeah sour note to start the the birthday celebration man but hey we'll, we'll we'll get you going maybe you can join them uh no it's it's awesome to see i mean this is why this is why you support a club this is why 
you know, it makes it all worth it for the good times and the bad, making a commitment out like there, you know, mm-hmm. driving five, six hours. That's awesome to see. I love it, especially when you can hear it pop up on the broadcast when you're mm-hmm. seeing them making waves. I saw the I saw the TIFOs flying. Like it's it's awesome, man. There's really not mu- much else I can say other than in a down season, especially in a particularly down game, when you support your team, live or die, good and bad. It's awesome to see. We love it. And if, in fact, let's have a listen now because I did ask her separately. I did ask her, Wangera about the traveling support and what it means to the team. So let's take a listen to that one. So, what does it mean to the guys though to have such a big traveling support here today? It's incredible. It's unbelievable. They don't stop, right? They don't stop. You're losing 3 0. You're playing with 10 men. And I was telling the guys on the bench and I was telling my staff, turn around, look over there. There's guys jumping, there's guys screaming, there's guys singing. Everybody supports you when you're in a high note. Everybody supports you when you're at the top. Everybody supports the number ones. That's easy. That's, that's, do you know what I mean? That's, that, that happens. But when you're not doing well, when you're fighting adversity, when the product that you're putting, it's, it's, it's not really, you know what I mean, uh, translating to, to the fan base, and they still support, and they still show up, and they drive six and a half hours to come see you, that says a lot about who we are as an organization, who do we represent, and about how we have to do things. So this is, it, it's great. It just, it shows a lot. It shows a lot of the culture of the club, of who we are, and also puts a lot of responsibility on our shoulders to understand that we have to be better, we must be better, and like I said before, I can guarantee you we will be better. That's awesome to hear. You know, quite a contrast from the other regime because, yeah, these fans are, uh, like Max was saying, you know, live or die. You know, they're going to support this team. They, they want to be there, and this is why... I feel a lot of them get so frustrated and animated on social media because they love this team, man, you know, and, and it's been a tough season, but you, you know, when you're a true fan, you, you got to be there for the good and the bad times. And and it just makes the good times that much sweeter when you stick mm-hmm. out through these rough patches. So, you know, shout out to them, you know, and, and hopefully they continue to, to travel with the team and, you know, support them that way that way people take notice of this stuff. So shout out to them. Absolutely. All right, y'all, let's take a quick break and talk about our friends at OG's Brands. Let's talk about flavoring life. I think we all need a little bit of a break right now. So, and that's perfect with our friends at OG. So they're doing this cool sweepstakes called the Flavoring Life Sweepstakes. And if you are the winner, you will receive three bags of OG's, including orange creamsicle and tropical flavors. And OG's had a PHNX shirt of your choice and a PHNX annual membership. Look at that value, all just for entering the flavor, Flavoring Life sweepstakes. So uh, if you want to sign up, go to gophnx.com or click, uh, click the link in our show notes. Uh, you can also check out uh, OG's online at ogsbrands.com and on their Instagram at ogsbrands. And also purchase their products at your local dispensary. And remember, you must be 21 years or older to purchase. So shout out to them. I need to, I should have, I forgot to grab some when I was, when we we're at the studio. So. Yeah, I'm gonna blame Max on that one. He should have reminded me. But that's on that's on you, dude. You know where the OGs is at in the office, man. That's you, 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 you knew what game was coming up on the weekend as well. Oh, you should man, have been right. ready. You're right. Definitely right. All right, y'all. So you know, we got Monterey Bay coming up Wednesday. Things did not go as planned today. What you know, it's this I know the season's not over, but it kind of feels like it. But and I don't want to continue to have somber Saturdays or, you know, wacky Wednesdays, whatever we want to call it. So what can we look forward to for Wednesday? What are we looking for the rest of the season? Yeah, You're getting I mean, silence right now, Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's true. It's true, man. No, it's it's. We already said this after Oakland. Math, mathematically, are we out of it? No, it kind of feels like it. After today, same sort of thing. And then some. I want to say if you have what to look forward to for Monterey, man, like 
avenge what just happened. You guys came out. It was a it was a so-so first half. It was a flat second half. Come out with a, a point of pride. And I get these guys are professionals. I get that they understand what's at stake. They're not just trying to mail it in. But geez, like play with some play with some anger. Play with some like I want to score a goal. When was the last time we could celebrate a goal? It's like it's 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 something like that. It builds up after after a long season. Like gosh, man, like I just want to see the team attack it. And to your point earlier, Ramon, they keep on looking for the final ball. Break out of the shackles of trying to find the inch perfect pass or the inch perfect shot, and just let it rip. That's what I was calling for earlier in the week. Play a bit freer. Play a bit where you don't have to have this whole pressure of hey, we have to score all these goals in order to make something happen because let's be honest, it's kind of already over the season. So I hope in a weird way that kind of alleviates things. It's kind of a re- weird reverse psychology, but like just play yeah. free, man, just have fun and just go after it, please. You want to know what I'm looking forward to from Monterey? Uh-oh. The beach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, man. That's, that's, yeah, no, I, I tend to agree, though, with some yeah. of the things that people in chat are throwing out here is let's see some academy kids. Let's see some bench players getting some minutes. Mm-hmm. I tend to agree. I'd love to see Nardun get a run out because, look, we haven't seen him all season. He mm-hmm. came back from injury, suffered that injury earlier on in preseason. We haven't seen him at all pretty much since then. So we know he's fit. We know he's capable of playing. Can we get a final little just little peek at him before the season's out are there any players that you would want to see a little bit more i know angiano got some minutes tonight you know that was good to see Hurst got in the field uh is there anybody that you maybe want to have a little bit more time that you've seen that you haven't seen too much oh good i know question. owen was gone you know i know you want to no, know i'm not gonna so, vote for lamin there. i'd oh like to God. see here's the problem though and it, it's it's where I, i'd like ideally to see a bit more of claudio repetto i don't feel mm. that he was ever given enough of a, a real long run in the team to really allow him to cement himself in there the problem of course is that at the same time to me where one of the problems is is that he never got the service i don't think that's going to have changed so it's mm-hmm. it's hard um uh, people don't want to see Antwi. I, I wouldn't yeah. mind it. Um, we, we saw him struggle. It looked as though he was struggling maybe with fitness earlier in the season. Um, and he was definitely turning into the super sub. But maybe now as we're towards the end of the season, is he in a position whereby we could maybe see more from him in a more of a 90-minute role? I don't know. Again, mm-hmm. look, we're, we're kind of writing things off now. We're, we're talking about just having a little play around and seeing what we can see just to intrigue us, um, yeah. to possibly make us think about what's going to happen next season. But... Yeah, it's still a good month. It is pretty much a month, yeah, minus yeah. a couple of days to go. Um, yeah. As I say, they mentioned on the broadcast that when Ryzen give up the first goal, they have two wins, 11 losses, and one draw. I would really like to see them experiment with a two-forward system. And not even saying as the default or uh, to start off games, but if this is going to be the issue where teams know, hey, we put the pressure on rising, they go down a goal, and that's pretty much the game, I would love to see a bit of fight back. Maybe that's a bit of creative strategy. Have Hurst, who is playing a bit deeper, kind of that link-up play, and then have JJ going over the top. I really would love to see those two together, linking up very different styles of play. And I think with just the lack of crosses that we're seeing from the outside, maybe it's a bit more of a narrow system. I, I just want to see what that dynamic could look like for if we need to get back in the game. I just don't know if this formation is going to do it. A change of personnel hasn't really been doing it. Let's mix it up a bit. 
Now, can yeah. I just say in the chat here, Rob Ashpole, I'm sorry. Blaze Hardy has gone. He's gone to college. College, man. Um, yeah, he's he out is at Virginia <laughs> Commonwealth, I believe, VCU. Uh, so he is off there studying now. He is not available to play for Phoenix Rising. No more Hardy party. I mean, I mean, I'm sure he may be partying. So <laughs> we'll see. I did see a Blaze Hardy jersey here at the game today here in nice. San Diego. So uh, was good shout to see. out. He lives on in spirit at least. Always Even in if arms. the party has ceased. <laughs> All right, y'all. It really only... has ceased. Yeah, that's true. There's only a few games left in the season. Uh, two games, home games for, for Rising. So if you haven't gotten a chance to go and check out the boys, you know, you can use the Game Time app to make sure to get those tickets. We have a special link in the description of the show notes. If you guys use that link, you, know, you guys can get up to 60% off on tickets. So make sure to check them out. Max knows all about this. So, you know, if you have anything to add, but it's not only for rising games, we got the Suns coming up. We got Cardinals coming up, ASU, all sorts of stuff you can do on the Game Time app. So sports, concerts, shows, you name it. If you download the Game Time app, again, using the link in the description in our show, you guys can get up to 60% off when you buy tickets last minute. And it's perfect for me because I'm a procrastinator. I always wait till the last minute uh and it's uh, a way that you guys can support us here at phnx rising and phnx sports so make sure to uh, use that link download the game time app show us some love man check out check out the local teams as well all right y'all uh i don't know owen if you brought any with you but i got my my four peaks here for y'all because i'm gonna need to smuggle that on the plane unfortunately <laughs> and max it looks like you're ready for oktoberfest man yeah buddy so i wasn't waiting until <laughs> the end of the show yeah, man. First day, uh, first day of Oktoberfest uh, for yes. those who celebrate. Um, I actually wore this back in 2019 when I actually went to Oktoberfest. Uh, that's a one heck of a time. That's a that's another story for a different day. Like I'll in Germany? Like... Yeah, no, like in in Munich, man. It was a oh, yeah, yeah, no, like you like they open the gates, you storm in, you uh, you find the t you find the Hofbrau tent, you sit down, and you're just drinking steins. It's a beautiful scene, really, really merry. And I do not say that word often. It really was merry. Um, but yeah, I wanted to get my hands on some Four Peaks Oktoberfest, which should be coming out actually quite soon. They're doing a couple different like Oktoberfest theme like dinners. They're actually doing a Stein holding competition for those Ooh. who want to participate there. Uh, and they're giving away Four Peaks gift cards, a couple other different prizes. Um, it's actually really interesting. They have whole protocol for it where you have to like keep your arm out. You can't let it waver. Can't let it drop down. You have to like keep it absolutely stiff. I think they said the record was like eight minutes holding a full Stein. So good luck to that because that's, yeah. that's pretty tough, man. Yeah, sounds fun, man. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> uh, and speaking of Four Peaks, if you uh, want to check out tomorrow's Cardinals game, I want you guys to go to Four Peaks in Tempe, the H3 pub. Uh, PHNX Cardinals will be hosting a, a watch party tomorrow at 1230. Uh, it's a $5 ticket, gets you a free beer, and also gets you uh, you know a chance to get some giveaways, which is Cardinals tickets, man. They're not cheap. you know. So if you go there, pretty good chance you might get some. And you also can experience the game with the 220-inch screen, which is awesome. And it's a good time. Four Peaks is always a good time. PHNX Cardinals is going to be there. Uh, and you can click the link in our description to purchase those tickets only five bucks so it really helps us out as well and remember you must be 21 years or older and enjoy responsibly all right owen should we uh sing happy birthday or what are we doing here because oh, tomorrow God. you're turning really no? do this oh dude if he has to ask no 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 we we, no, we no, don't no, ask no. it we just do it just okay, everyone on three. One, no, two, three. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Oh, just me? Come on. Happy nice. birthday oh, no. to you. We're doing it early. I don't happy care. Happy birthday, dear Owen. Thank you, Owen. 
Happy birthday to you. Wow. I just, I just staring at the entire pod by myself. No, Gosh. Oh, like and happy it. early birthday, man. Like the enthusiasm. Yeah. Take a shot for me. I'll All send right, you. I've got a, about another two hours to go. Not quite that. And then, yeah, it is. It's okay. I can't say it to you tomorrow, so, dude. So take it early. Take it early. I'll send you yeah. some Apple Pay. Get some shots on me. It got to be tequila <laughs> shot, And just be, uh, so, but yeah, no, shout out to you. Happy birthday, man. Thanks for all that you do for the podcast and, and the entire PHNX uh, sports crew. So, all right, y'all, that kind of wraps it up from here. Any last words, y'all, before we take off? No, I'm ready to take off. I'm I was like, you don't have to drink. You don't have to go drink. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kill this beer. Four peaks. Shout out to them. I got a few more in the fridge. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Thank you for hanging out with us tonight on this Saturday. I know it's somber Saturday. We try to make it fun at yeah. least at, at the end of the show. Uh, but they yeah, we sang. Were they were singing on this show. It's not that song. man. I'm not. I'm not gonna sing it. But uh, but yeah, happy birthday, Owen. Uh, we will be back on Tuesday for the rest of the crew. Uh, we might have a special guest. You know, we'll keep you uh, guessing on who that might be. But yeah, uh, join us on Tuesday. Owen, Max, and myself will be back. Until then, thank you so much for hanging out with us, and have a great rest of your Saturday. Take care.